KXRY Portland may broadcast material that could be found offensive to some members of our audience. Listener discretion is advised. Not too hip, but cool. No more of that if you promise to be nice. I know it's just a dopey example, but that's the beginning of it. The punk rockers have not chosen me as a spokesperson. <laughs> but part of what they're saying is... God help us. Like all portraits, the composite effect depends in large degree on the angle of vision of the artist. I'd like to take you now on wings of song, as it were, and try and help you forget, perhaps for a while, your drab, wretched lives. You're listening to Jam the Controls. I'm Selector Travi T, and I want to play you this song by Babe Ruth. It's called The Mexican, and it's a diss on how corny and inaccurate John Wayne was in the movie The Alamo. Let's do it.
piada se esconder Só do irado aparecer Amanheceu um lindo dia Cheirando alegria Pois eu sonhei Acordei pensando nela Pois ela Já deu rosas A rosa que eu ganhei foi ela Por ela eu ponho meu coração A frente da razão E vou dizer pra todo mundo Como eu gosto dela Pois ela é minha menina You're listening to Jam the Controls. I'm Selector Travi D. I'm here on X-Ray FM every Tuesday morning or Monday night if you're nasty, 3 a.m. to 4 a.m. Happy New Year's, everybody. I hope you're feeling good. I hope it all worked out for you. I hope it exceeded your expectations. Um, that version of Amina Manina uh, by George Ben, the original. Osmutante has covered that song, and I love that version so much. Before that... Intergalactic, not the Beastie Boys, but the Diddy's Intergalactic Love Song. I love that song so much. And of course, like I said, we started off this show with The Mexican by Babe Ruth, uh, English prog rock band. But I mean, you I'm sure all of you discerning heads out there on the FM airwaves recognize all those B-boy breaks in that track. I mean, it could go on forever. It could play all the way through eternity. It's like tapping into the cosmic data of the universe, the freak beams, and you can hear every little rotation that could be looped and relooped and relooped. And uh, speaking of relooping, I could always reloop this song, this next one coming up. We've got Love Me For Real by Rim and Casa. This is one of my favorites. This goes out to my homeboy, one of my all-time favorite DJs in town and in the universe, Pocket Rocket. I think we share a love of this song, and I hope you love it too. So here's Rim and Casa with Love Me For Real here on Jam The Controls.
Ooh, that's so good, right?
What's up? You're listening to Jam the Controls here on X-Ray FM. I'm Selector Travi D. You know me. We know each other. We're familiar. I hope you're having a good time. I hope you made it through that last year, whatever year it was. I don't even remember anymore. All right. But uh, I'm looking forward to tomorrow, today, next week, now, later, the future. But uh, what do we just hear? Well, that was uh, There's No Blood in Bone. And that's... Uh, Poppy family, and you know it's a pretty psychedelic track. Um, you know it it kind of has that like Spawn Ranch twisted hippie vibe, but you know it was kind of a pop record at the time. And of course, before that, we had Love Me for Real, and uh, that's a good one. So good, so so good. Up next, I have one very special. Goes out to a lot of us have colds and flus and not feeling well this time of year. But this goes out to my one, my only true love, Amy B. We got something real. We got that pure love. And here's Betty Wright with pure love off I Love You. I Love the Way You Love. Here on Jam the Controls. Pure love. Right on.
for you Amy B I hope you feel better up next one of my all time favorite Portland bands one of the best way worse here's a new track off their new tape Red Home Mars dig it
sugar man Won't you hurry Cause I'm tired of these scenes For a blue coin Won't you bring back All those colors to my dreams Silver magic ships you carry Jumpers Coke, Sweet Mary Jane Sugar Man, met a false friend On a lonely, dusty road Lost my heart when I found it It had turned to dead black hole Silver magic ships you carry Jumpers, Coke, Sweet Mary Jane Sugar Man, you're the answer That makes my questions disappear Sugar Man, cause I'm weary Of those double games I Yo, what's up? You're listening to Jam the Controls. I'm Selector Travi D. I'm here every Tuesday morning, 3 a.m. to 4 a.m. And I also DJ third Tuesdays over at Donnie's on Alberta. And I DJ all over the place. Uh, hit me up. Jam the Controls. PDX at gmail.com. Let's talk. We just heard Sugar Man by Rodriguez. Uh, that's off of, uh, well, the single on AM. And before that, we had, like I said, one of my all-time faves, Way Worse. And that's off of their new tape, Why Wait? It's on Bandcamp. They put it out themselves. It's very affordable, very reasonable. Red Home Mars. And, of course, we started out that set with uh, Betty Wright doing Pure Love off I Love the Way You Love on Alston Records. But right now, I feel like a total criminal talking over the incredible bongo band playing Apache. I apologize to every DJ out there, every bongoist out there. I'm sorry that I'm talking over it. Let's get back to Apache here on Jam the Controls on X-Ray FM.
What if we caught a totally different vibe now? Jeffers had reached his limit. It was now mid-August, which meant he had been separated from Marsha for more than two months. Two months and all he had to show were three dog-eared letters and two very expensive long-distance phone calls. True, when school had ended and she'd returned to Wisconsin and he to Locust, Pennsylvania, she had sworn to maintain a certain fidelity. She would date occasionally, but merely as amusement. She would remain faithful. But lately, Waldo had begun to worry. He'd had trouble sleeping at nights. And when he did, he had horrible dreams. He lay awake at night, tossing and turning underneath his pleated quilt protector, tears welling in his eyes as he pictured Marsha, her sworn vows overcome by liquor and the smooth soothings of some Neanderthal, finally submitting to the final caresses of sexual oblivion. It was more than the human mind could bear. Visions of Marsha's faithlessness haunted him. Daytime fantasies of sexual abandon permeated his thoughts. And the thing was, they wouldn't understand how she really was. He, Waldo, alone understood this. He had intuitively grasped every nook and cranny of her psyche. He'd made her smile. She needed him, and he wasn't there. The idea came to him on the Thursday before the Mama's parade was scheduled to appear. He just finished mowing and edging the Adelson's lawn for $1.50 and I checked the mailbox to see if there was at least a word from Marsha. There was nothing but a circular from the Amalgamated Aluminum Company of America inquiring into his awning needs. At least they cared enough to write. It was a New York company. You could go anywhere in the mails. Then it struck him. He didn't have enough money to go to Wisconsin in the accepted fashion, true. But why not mail himself? It was absurdly simple. He would ship himself parcel post special delivery. The next day, Waldo went to the supermarket to purchase the necessary equipment. He bought masking tape, a staple gun, and a medium-sized cardboard box just right for a person of his build. He judged that with a minimum of jostling, he could ride quite comfortably. A few air holes, some water, and perhaps midnight snacks, and it would probably be as good as going tourist. By Friday afternoon, Waldo was set. He was thoroughly packed and the post office had agreed to pick him up at three o'clock. He'd marked the package fragile and as he sat curled up inside, resting on the foam rubber cushioning he'd thoughtfully included, he tried to picture the look of awe and happiness on Marsha's face as she opened her door, saw the package, tipped the deliverer and then opened it to see her Waldo finally there in person. She would kiss him and then maybe they could see a movie. If he'd only thought of this before, Suddenly, rough hands gripped his package and he felt himself borne up. He landed with a thud in a truck and was off. Marsha Bronson had just finished setting her hair. It had been a very rough weekend. She had to remember not to drink like that. Bill had been nice about it though. 
After it was over, he said he still respected her, and after all, it was certainly the way of nature. And even though, no, he didn't love her, he did feel an affection for her. And after all, they were grown adults. Oh, what Bill could teach Waldo. But that seemed many years ago. Sheila Klein, her very, very best friend, walked in through the porch screen door and into the kitchen. Oh God, it's absolutely maudlin outside. Ugh, I know what you mean. I feel all icky. Marsha tightened the belt on her cotton robe with the silk outer edge. Sheila ran her finger over some salt grains on the kitchen table, licked her finger and made a face. I'm supposed to be taking these salt pills, but she wrinkled her nose. They make me feel like throwing up. Marsha started to pat herself under the chin, an exercise she'd seen on television. God, don't even talk about that. She got up from the table and went to the sink where she picked up a bottle of pink and blue vitamins. Want one? Supposed to be better than steak. And then attempted to touch her knees. I don't think I'll ever touch a daiquiri again. She gave up and sat down, this time nearer the small table that supported the telephone. Maybe Bill will call, she said to Sheila's glance. Sheila nibbled on a cuticle. After last night, I thought maybe you'd be through with him. I know what you mean. My God, he was like an octopus, hands all over the place. She gestured, raising her arms upward in defense. The thing is, after a while, you get tired of fighting with him, you know. And after all, I didn't really do anything Friday and Saturday, so I kind of owed it to him. You know what I mean. She started to scratch. Sheila was giggling with her hand over her mouth. I tell you, I felt the same way. And even after a while, here she bent forward in a whisper, I wanted to. And now she was laughing very loudly. It was at this point that Mr. Jameson of the Clarence Darrow Post Office rang the doorbell of the large sticker-colored frame house. When Marsha Bronson opened the door, he helped her carry the package in. He had his yellow and his green slips of paper signed and left with a 15-cent tip that Marsha had gotten out of her mother's small beige pocketbook in the den. What do you think it is? Sheila asked. Marsha stood with her arms folded behind her back. She stared at the brown cardboard carton that sat in the middle of the living room. I don't know. Inside the package, Waldo quivered with excitement as he listened to the muffled voices. Sheila ran her fingernail over the masking tape that ran down the center of the carton. Why don't you look at the return address and see who it's from? Waldo felt his heart beating. He could feel the vibrating footsteps. It would be soon. Marsha walked around the carton and read the ink-scratched label. Oh, God, it's from Waldo. That schmuck, said Sheila. Waldo trembled with expectation. Well, you might as well open it, said Sheila, and both of them tried to lift the stapled flap. Ah, said Marsha Grunny. He must have nailed it shut. They tugged on the flap again. My God, you need a power drill to get this thing open. They pulled again. You can't get a grip. They both stood still, breathing heavily. Why don't you get a scissor, said Sheila. Marsha ran into the kitchen, but all she could find was a little sewing scissor. Then she remembered that her father kept a collection of tools in the basement. She ran downstairs, and when she came back up, she had a large sheet metal cutter in her hand. This is the best I could find. She was very out of breath. Here, you do it. I think I'm going to die. She sank into a large fluffy couch and exhaled noisily. Sheila tried to make a slit between the masking tape and the end of the cardboard flap but the blade was too big and there wasn't enough room. 
God damn this thing, she said, feeling very exasperated. Then smiling, I got an idea. What, said Marsha. Just watch, said Sheila, touching a finger to her head. Inside the package, Waldo was so transfixed with excitement that he could barely breathe. His skin felt prickly from the heat, and he could feel his heart beating in his throat. It would be soon. Sheila stood quite upright and walked around to the other side of the package. Then she sank down to her knees, grasped the cutter by both handles, took a deep breath, and plunged the long blade through the middle of the package, through the masking tape, through the cardboard, through the cushioning, and right through the center of Waldo Jeffers' head, which split slightly and caused little rhythmic arcs of red to pulsate gently in the morning sun. Yeah. 
up you're listening to jam the controls thanks for tuning in for another week uh i was informed earlier uh that i'm the first dj to be live on the air in 2019 uh the dj before me uh phoned it in and so i mean you know not the performance but you know they didn't make it down to the studio and uh so i was the first person in the studio uh in 2019 so that's not nothing right um we just heard some kind of far out stuff. Uh, I I was curious, you know, what uh, the vocals from the Velvet Underground song "The Gift" would sound like if they didn't have a groovy rock and roll song behind it. And so I was like, well, you know, what if uh, what would this sound like juxtaposed against uh, the Impulse Records track "IHS" off of Alice Coltrane's Huntington Ashram Monastery record? What would that sound like together? And I think it sounded pretty compelling. And also compelling is Venus and Furs, which, you know, if you're listening to uh, the radio on New Year's Eve, New Year's Day in this like uh, weird uh, outer zone uh, between the two worlds, uh, maybe Venus and Furs is the perfect soundtrack or maybe it describes what's going on in your life right now. I hope it does. I hope someone's having that much fun on this uh, New Year's Eve and not just uh, dealing with like sort of a St. Patrick's Day amateur hour level of uh, wildness, amateur hour mm, negativity. But I hope you're having a good time. I'm having a good time here. And uh, I will again next week and hopefully the week after that and still hopefully the week after that. Um, Up next, I want to play one more song. And uh, it's one of my favorites. It's just kind of of all time. And, uh, you know, I uh, I think about this song all the time. I've played it on pa- past shows. Um, there's this band from England called The Flies. And uh, I don't like a lot of their songs. There's a lot of kind of third-rate bargain bin, like, cut-out versions of, like, 60s psychedelia pop songs. And uh, some of it's good, some of it's not. I don't know. Uh judge for yourself but this one song gently as you feel is like one of my all-time faves and so i'm gonna play that to uh say goodbye this week and after that uh nocturnal emissions will be taking you to 5 a.m so you can look forward to that that show is always interesting uh i i love that one uh you know there's always something new and it's that's exciting so uh i hope you had a good new year's and I hope you enjoyed this week's show. And again, all of my shows are archived on xray.fm. And my previous radio show and podcasts are on the Jam the Controls Mix Cloud. It's Jam the Controls PDX at gmail.com if you want to get in touch with me, Selector Travi D. But uh, until next time, here's the flies with Gently As You Feel here on X-Ray FM. 
Be free right on. Several thoughts of days gone by, pleasures past, and long lost lives go round my head. And circumstances as they are, my thoughts are running circles round my mind. I'd like to tell you what I'm thinking, would you understand I'm thinking then? Only close your eyes Disbelieving Turn your head away Ah Won't you say you don't mind This is where you're living Peacefulness is what you're giving me My love The circumstances as they are My thoughts are running circles round my brain And lying back upon your bed Would you believe me if I said I love your mind so I light a cigarette and tell you later if I don't forget. Oh, won't you say you don't mind? Support for X-Ray FM comes from Cardinal Club, a neighborhood bar and kitchen serving seasonal food and drink from 5 p.m. to midnight Monday through Thursday and 5 p.m. to 2 a.m. on Friday and Saturday. Located between Burnside and Cooch on Northeast 28th, Cardinal Club plays vinyl when they're not streaming X-Ray FM. More information available at cardinalclubportland.com. Support for X-Ray FM comes from...